This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. There is there's an amazing shifting of chairs that are going on here. Uh, and the, the mainstream media doesn't seem to recognize it at all, that they are now starting to sound like, oh, I don't know, the Tea Party did. Um, they're now talking about their constitutional rights that are disappearing. And man, if I wanted to be a jerk, I would say, really, can you tell me which rights have disappeared? Because isn't that what they said to us for the last eight years? We can't play that game anymore. I want to play some amazing pieces of audio for you. But I also, I want to start with some good news. We had a caller call in yesterday who totally changed his life. He said, I started almost as a communist about eight months ago. Now, I listen every day and I can't believe how blind I was. We're going to start there right now. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's an amazing thing. I am now reading articles about how the Hollywood left is they're buying luxury bunkers. And what is it these people know that uh, the rest of us don't seem to know? All of a sudden now, prepping is also uh, kind of cool for, for the left, I guess. Now there's a reason to uh, hunker down. To me, this says... We can make the case that the presidential powers are far too great. That if half of the country is terrified under a Democrat, and then we, re- then we replace him with a Republican, and the other half is terrified, we got a problem. And gee, who said that? Don't give those powers to the president, because <laughs> yeah, you're not going to like it eventually. Yeah, right. We, uh, we said that during Bush. Yeah. We said that during Bush. This is the real problem. I, I want to get into this here in, in just a second, but I want to start with a phone call that we had um, yesterday that I think is, I mean, we had so much mail and so many Facebook comments on this because it shows that, A, there is hope and that people are open-minded if you present yourself the right way. Listen to this. Let me start this way. I was a very, very progressive liberal, almost to the point of communism. I, I believe everybody should be, you know, in the, the wage gap and all that stuff. So a buddy of mine that I've known since I got out of the Army, um, he 
he came to me one day and gave me your book, and one of your books, and he says, he said, Which you've got to read this, Liars. Okay. And he said, mm. you've got to read this book. And I said, oh, come on, really? And No, you've got to read this book. You'll, you'll never believe some of the stuff that's in it. So it, he told me the first chapter to go to, and it was in August, so I can't remember, to be honest, what chapter it was. But it was the, the part of the book where it, it talked about how they helped with prohibition. Oh, yeah. And how they put um, poison in the alcohol yeah. mm -hmm. to find out the, the tracking story. routes of where it was going. Yes. So that, I, I read that, and my jaw hit the floor. And I, You looked it up, too, didn't you? You didn't believe it. I did. It. Yeah. And I, the day, I finished that book in three days. It was, the most, it was the most amazing book I've ever read. And I said, I've got to do more research on this, and I've got to find out who this Glenn Beck guy is. So I went to YouTube, oh, and I searched your name, and I found a video that you did on the blaze. I don't know how long ago it was, but you spoke to a guy that was an alcoholic, and you talked to him about um, some, I forget who said it, uh, it was to Peter Carr. And oh, yeah. The, the statement was, set reason firmly in her seat. Jefferson. And question, and question with, the, with boldness the very existence of God. For if there is a God, he must rather honest questioning over blindfolded fear. I will never forget that statement. Because that mm. statement brought me to Christ. I was an atheist before that. <laughs> Holy cow. And I will never, wow. ever, ever So be you were a communist and atheist? atheist. <laughs> yeah. And how long ago was this, Josh? I, I got that book on August 15th of this year. Of this year? Yeah. Wow. I, I voted for Barack Obama twice. I'm sorry, but I did. Wow. Holy and cow. I would have voted for I would have voted for Hillary Clinton with with vigor. However, I've I pulled the lever for Evan McMullen this year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you didn't and even I go. I have never wow. ever. Oh my ever. gosh. I saw I I'm telling you. I want to be as serious as I can with you, Glenn, cuz this is a dream of mine to speak to you since August. I have never ever realized the difference but i thought i thought all conservatives hated me i thought conservatism was a hate was complete hate until i listened to you wow That's... this is this is a dream come true this has made the last year um totally worth it um could before we go back to this phone call um because we talked about um, we talked about a few things um, with him on and what how because that's quite a statement to make. But I want to I want to shift gears and can we go to Mika and what Mika um, said on MSNBC was this today or yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Hey, listen to this. And you have Elizabeth Warren who's stepping out and basically looking like she's going to be the de facto head of the Democratic yeah. Party nationally. That is a... Do you lead on anger, though? Because 
that doesn't seem very constructive to me. She's, I got to tell you, I love her. I'm getting tired of this act. She's definitely giving voice to wow. the people in the party and in the country who think Donald Trump is a disaster for the yeah, country. Yeah, well, you know She's what? There's be a out huge part of the country that doesn't think so. Right. And she might want to be a little inclusive because wow. she's sounding like the people she's accusing of being exclusive. I mean, she's just got to stop. I'm sorry. It's getting exhausting. And this, this was not helpful during the campaign. It wasn't. There's an anger there that was shrill and, uh-huh. and um, a step above what it needed to be, unmeasured uh-huh. and almost unhinged. How about that? Now, listen, what people will want to say on our side is, wow, is Mika turning conservative? No. No. She's changing her tone. She's changing her tone. That is critical. Just critical. And that's what we've been talking about. That's what the book Liars tried to do in the writing. And obviously, at least for one person, it was successful. It, we tried to say, look, this isn't a Democratic problem. This is a Democratic and Republican problem. And this is not a... A liberal problem. This is a human problem. And nothing proves better what you've been trying to say for a while now. Better than this. Because how did that make all of us feel? Everybody listening to that are like, right. wow, wow, thank you. Thank you <laughs> exactly. for being a little bit reasonable and, and seeing the honest. other side and honest. And honest. Well, so you if we did the same thing, correct. how will the left feel? Correct. And you're not going to get everybody on the left. You're not going to get the diehards. You're not going to get the diehards, but the diehards but some eventually. Reasonable people might be able to come. Yes, to and the sides. diehards will eventually be the absolute outer fringes yeah. that no one will listen to. Another great example of this was David Axelrod, of all people, right? I, who was in the Obama administration, obviously a part, a real hardcore partisan, and does, it hasn't changed his beliefs. But while Trump was getting beat up for not naming his people fast enough in his cabinet, Axelrod came out. And said, wait a minute, by this time in our administration, we hadn't named anybody, and I don't remember any criticism. <laughs> we need more a of honesty. that. Right. A little bit of honesty right. goes a really long and way. And if we can, if the, if, the, if the right can lead the way in this, if we cannot play the same game and not trash our enemies because they're our enemies, but call them as we see them. Not remain silent when a, a, an injustice is happening. Let me give you one. Let me show you an example. Right now, you have Breitbart being um, uh, boycotted. Well, first of all, I don't believe that Kellogg's was ever a major sponsor of Breitbart. Maybe, but I don't ever remember seeing Kellogg's cornflakes all over. And this was done to us. There were people that would say they were going to boycott us that never spent money with us. We were never on part of their buy. They and never yet it counted. Everybody counted it. That's the 37th sponsor. Yeah, like eight of them, right. four of them, one of them. It was a sponsor before. Right. I mean, really, most of them were like, BMW will never advertise. Well, they never advertise on talk radio. They never advertised with me before. So, A, I think this is the press doing to Breitbart what the press did to us, what the left did to us. 
I don't believe that 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 boycott of Kellogg's is even real. But even if it is, let me make the case. And everybody knows how I feel about Breitbart and Bannon. So I have nothing to gain here. Let me tell you why I think it is a problem. I believe in legal boycotts. I believe you have the right to do it. It's free market. You have a right to spend your money as a business or, uh, uh, or uh, an individual any way you want. It's your money. So if you want to do a boycott, you can do a boycott. But let me show you why it's not good. Breitbart, if the, if the numbers are right, and I'm trying to look this up, if the numbers were right, in the last 30 days, Breitbart claims they did 45 million uniques. That's a lot of people. It's a great number. That's a great number, and that's a lot of people. Okay, so 45 million people, Kellogg's, you're going to say, I don't want any of you? I don't want any of you. Now, Breitbart has said they are, they are the platform for the alt-right. Okay, that's a pretty big choice. To me, I'm not reading Breitbart anymore because I don't want to support something that, has, that, that says I'm going to give this group of people a, a platform. I don't agree with that. But 45 million people don't care. 45 million Americans. Now, let me just give you this. Remember Richard Spencer? He's the guy who's the leader of the alt-right. He had a a big get-together in Washington, D.C. This was their big victory lap. How many people showed up? I think it was like 80 million. Right, 80 million. Well, 45 million, right? (laughs) Right, no. 275 people. A little less than that. Yeah, 275 people showed up. Is that less than 45? Yeah, it is less than 45. Now, you you don't need 30% of the population for a real movement, but you need maybe, well, definitely more than 275. (laughs) (laughs) If this bright, the point is, is Breitbart's audience is not... Alt-right. And this is the point the press has got to understand. They're all touting. Here, let me give you this. This is from the uh, Daily Tar Heel. This is the newspaper for the University of North Carolina. Here's their headline. We can, this is the editorial board. Right? Are they considered pretty liberal? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. This is the editorial board. We can all learn from Glenn Beck's change of heart. And it goes in to say we're living in a world that is in perpetual status quo with different ideas for directions on where to go from the norm. In many cases, the far right and silent majority have won, leaving many of those who generally aligned with that party to be ecstatic. Um, Goes on to say, I'm going to skip a bunch. Um, uh, Regardless of which side you stand on these issues, Let's praise Beck's open-mindedness to new ideas and perspectives. Now, they are saying that I am praising Black Lives Matter. you've changed on certain things like Black Lives Matter. And I haven't. You haven't. I haven't. What I have done is what Mika has done and changed my tone. And I've said, let's listen, not to the people who are praising Fidel and want an end to American capitalism, who are at the top of Black Lives Matter, 
but instead the people on the street who are not violent, who are not calling for death to cops, who just are wound up in this group that I believe is the majority of them. The majority of people that are saying, you know what, at least Black Lives Matter is is stepping up and and getting people's attention. I don't believe they want to uh, destroy America. We need to listen to people who say, no one's hearing me. That Now, by boycotting 45 million people that read Breitbart, what are you doing? You're saying you're not even worth listening to. You're not even worth marketing to. I never want to see you again. That's a mistake. Because... 0.00000001% of the people who read Breitbart are Nazis. 275 Nazis showed up last week in Washington, D.C. Well, alt-right people, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I'm sorry. I got some of those tendencies. You're. the 275? No, they were giving the Hitler salute. I, I will call them. Who were they? No, oh, they yeah. were saying hail, hail Trump. That was their big excuse. <laughs> yeah. They're like, it wasn't hail they, Trump, they, it was hail Trump. They, put the, <laughs> they actually did the Hitler salute so and said hail Trump. They said hail in English. Right. Okay, good, <laughs> yeah, good. Right, good uh, right. This was it's I, unique. Completely different. <laughs> completely different. <laughs> so I want to go back to this guy. But again, the point of the phone call that came in yesterday, and the point of Mika, and the point of Liars, the book. If you haven't read the book, we worked really hard on it, and it it was a best-selling book, and it's really good. Please get it for Christmas, especially if you know somebody who has an open mind. Like this guy. Right. And may I suggest that we need an open mind, that we need to be approachable to people on the left. I don't mean that you that you change your principles. I, I, I haven't changed. People believe I have. I have not changed my principles. I am changing my approach because this doesn't work what we've been doing. It doesn't work. And it's going to lead us into very dark and bad places. We need each other. We need to be able to listen to each other. We need to be able to... How many of us had a Thanksgiving where we just couldn't stand sitting at the table with our own relatives for political reasons? I understand not wanting to sit at the table for other reasons with your family, but not political reasons. And now this, those blinds you've been ignoring because they're broken, with a measuring tape and a screwdriver, you can replace them and install new custom blinds from blinds.com. I apologize for my voice today. Pat and Stu and I have all used Blinds.com, and you can too. Blinds.com has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you mismeasure, you pick the wrong color, they'll remake your blinds for free. They're really tremendous. Blind shade, shutters, drapes, whatever you need. And get made to order custom blinds without paying the custom prices during the Blinds.com Cyber Monday sale. It's been extended through Thursday. When you order one blind, you'll get a second one for 50% off with the promo code BECK. That happens until tomorrow. Go to blinds.com, use promo code BECK, get 50% off your second blind. 
but only until December 1st. That's blinds.com, promo code BECK. Rules and restrictions do apply. Blinds.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep, and I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time magazine named Casper mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress, making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine. And they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep. Casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. $50 off the purchase of your mattress at Casper.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't forget, $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com slash Glenn. Terms and conditions do apply. program uh if you happen to be watching i know we're getting a lot of uh comments on uh glenn looks like uh, santa today um, <laughs> i am recording a another christmas show yesterday um for history um his story we uh, recorded the story of santa which doing the research on santa and where santa came from and all of the traditions and does anybody know how we got the name chris kringle does anybody know where that came from? Anybody well, know how we yeah, got Santa? Came from, Cla- came from Santa. It was his actual name. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Originally, no, it's fascinating Thank when you, you find out. Does anybody know where, where, how we got Santa Claus? How we got the name Santa Claus? It's his, his name. name at the North yeah, Pole. Right. Yeah, it is. No, it is. It it is a fascinating and bizarre trip that takes you to places where the real Saint Nicholas supposedly. Um, uh, healed and brought back to life three children that had been butchered by an innkeeper um, who put, (laughs) listen to this, this is crazy, Um, butchered these three children who were on their way for a blessing from the bishop of uh, Myrna, uh, St. Nicholas, and they never showed up. And so St. Nicholas went and started to look for them. They had stayed at an inn halfway to the bishop. Well, this innkeeper was an unscrupulous innkeeper, beyond unscrupulous, and killed the children, chopped their bodies up, and then put them in these vats to uh, salt the meat, and he was going to make them into meat pies. And, uh, the, and so the bishop, St. Nicholas, came and was... And uh, reassembled the children and brought them back to life. Yes, that is the legend. Reassembled. Wow. And, and I love this one. And forgave the innkeeper. 
which I would have called for an investigation. But uh-huh. forgiveness is another way to go, I guess. Yes. Don't yes. chop. A, he promised me he would not chop up any children and sell them. Of course, he, he could have forgiven him and then put him in jail. Yes, but and he did forgive didn't. you. But no, you're going he did jail. No, he didn't. Where you There's more to that story that is even more incredible. Um, but uh, so yesterday I recorded that show and that airs in a couple of weeks. Um, his story on uh, Santa Claus. Today I'm doing the vault and the um, and some of the trappings of of Christmas and where they that. came from and I hate the trappings it's, of Christmas. Well, then you shouldn't watch the, I hate show. the trappings. But anyway, <laughs> um, all right. Let's go back to this caller who called in yesterday, and I think makes such a great point on um, the power of speaking softly evenly and the power of friendship of somebody not giving up on you this was a guy who he said he was so progressive he was almost a communist and an atheist his friend read my book liars gave it to him and said you just have to read this chapter it'll blow your mind he did he is now considers himself a constitutionalist and a a religious guy He's now reading the Bible. I asked him yesterday, so what was the turning point? What happened? Listen to the power of our founding documents. Listen to this. Is, there, is that it? Yeah, you just said I. That was a shorter clip. That was, that was a shorter clip than I thought. And he did not get yeah. into the Constitution at all. <laughs> I right. feel the passion, right. though. Yeah. All right. Let's. I had always heard the statement of, I believe it was Stalin, that said, in order to make an omelet, you got to crack a couple eggs. Yes. And I never really took that to heart until I read your book. And I realized that it was true that by hook or by crook, a progressive will get whatever they have to get done, done. And no matter what wake stands behind them or who stands in front of them, it doesn't matter. And what you were talking about just a second ago, if I may, I don't want to veer too far off, but what you were talking a second ago about, you know, what would make you progressive in your face, the first question that came to my mind, because I, you know, when I read that book, I was awestruck, and I said, wait, none of this fits without something making it so. What I mean that, what I mean by that is you can't have these rights if they didn't come from anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I read, I, I, I said, you know, there's, there's got to be somewhere this starts. So I read, I went and got a pocket copy of the Constitution. And I said, let's start from the beginning. Jeez, Josh, do you realize how remarkable you are? And rare? I mean, you are just so <laughs> rare to A, have the open mind, to B, be willing to challenge the things that you hold dear to see, then go do the actual work but see, the yeah. thing is, is remarkable. Don't hold those things dear. But that's the problem, is mm-hmm. that they don't know what to believe in. So they believe in nothing but the state. That's what I was. That's where I was. I had nothing to believe in, Glenn. And then I said, okay, these rights come from a creator. And when I read, when I watched your video, I said... I have to find that creator. I have to find where this all began. 
It is... I have been saying for a while now, and I've been saying it, I just got a call from somebody last night who said they saw me on NBC um, election night, and they said they hadn't heard me for a while, and um, a big conservative guy, and he said, we're watching NBC, and he said, you come on. And then you get off, and I didn't see it, I didn't watch what they said afterwards, but apparently Tom Brokaw and everybody else verified total voice of reason. And he said, my wife and I looked at each other and went, Glenn Beck (laughs) is the voice of reason? We don't even say that and you pay us. Right, (laughs) and this is a friend of mine, okay, this is a friend of mine. Glenn Beck is the voice of reason? How upside down is the world? But the point that I've been trying to make to the New York Times and everybody else and to you, we have much more that we agree on than we disagree on. If we say, let's build a road back to each other, what is it that we can agree on that's big? That's not about policies. That's big. Well, I think we all find a few things, um, total common sense, that, that we don't even, we were never taught, that they just, they just are true, that we were created, and that each of us were given certain rights, and, and it, Everybody knows the minute you're born, you have rights. That ba- you can't just do whatever you want to that baby. That baby has rights. That baby has a right to have a life, to explore life the way it decides to explore, to go and make its way in the world, and nobody can take any of that stuff away from it. We know that. Well, that's... We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Among them, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that government is instituted among men. That, that we created this government for the sole purpose, its primary purpose, is to protect the rights of that child. To make sure that child has no one um, telling that child what to do, that that child has every right from the moment of birth to the moment of death, that those certain inalienable rights remain with that child. That's why we have put government together. And when a government becomes opposed to that or becomes a threat to those rights, that the people have got to abolish it or alter it and most importantly, not fall into chaos, not, not just say, we're going to burn the thing down. You have the right to alter or abolish and replace that government with a government that will protect those rights. Who disagrees with that? See, the reason why we're arguing is because we're not talking about principles anymore. You'll know the right way to vote. You'll know the right way to go. 
when we can all agree on that. The progressives want to take and destroy, and I know this sounds like hyperbole, but it is true, and you can look it up. Read anything from Woodrow Wilson on the Declaration of Independence. He despises the Declaration of Independence. And when he, when he isn't out and out ridiculing it, when he's trying to play up to an audience that might love the founders, he'll say things like, it was a great document for its time, but it has no relevance today. Well, yes, it does. First of all, all laws that are signed in by the president date the date and then say 200 and X number of years from um, uh, July 4th, 1776. All laws signed in don't go to 1791 for the Bill of Rights or 1789, the Constitution, all laws signed in with the president's signature date back to July 4th, the Declaration of Independence. And why is that important? Because the Declaration of Independence is the idea of America. The Constitution is the engine on how to make it work or the framework or the the fence around the idea The Constitution means nothing without the idea. And the idea is, is that all men are created equal. It's why the government didn't fall apart. And it's why, quite honestly, anybody on the left, you have to love the Declaration of Independence. Because it was the Declaration of Independence that freed the slaves. It was the Declaration of Independence that was used as the argument to free the slaves. It is the argument used by Martin Luther King that all men are created equal and it's time our country lives up to that standard. Because that's the idea. And it says in there, and among these rights are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And then the Constitution furthers that and says, okay, there's these top 10. And then it has to go further because, okay, all right, you weren't ready at the beginning. Freedom, freedom, no slavery is a right that I guess we have to write down for everybody. We come together when we start talking about the principles of America. And you saw it happen right there. You saw it happen with a guy who started with liars and went, wait a minute, I can't believe that this is, this is the truth on progressives? It can't be. It's coming from a book by Glenn Beck. Let me go to the back, look up the footnote. Let me just Google search it. Let me just see if that's true. Oh my gosh, it is true. Well, why doesn't this work? And it leads you back to the things that we all hold self-evident. Now this, hundreds of fake retail smartphone apps have been popping up, posing as well-known brands. They can get you to enter your credit card information or gain access to sensitive data like your birth date and address. And with Christmas coming up, please watch yourself on this. Keep an eye out for the apps. Pay close attention 
especially to the use of proper English, um, and no previous uh, um, uh, reviews on this. Take steps to protect your personal information. But the biggest thing you could do is use LifeLock. If you're a LifeLock member and you've become a victim of identity theft, they have a U.S.-based team, and you know this because you've had the U.S.-based team help you resolve your case. It's almost impossible to do it by yourself. Free credit monitoring will only detect the problems. LifeLock detects and fixes the identity problems. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but LifeLock is the best identity theft protection available. And right now, you can get a special 15% discount. Go to LifeLock.com or call 800-440-4936. Use the promo code BEC15. That's BEC15. You'll save 15%. Offer ends at the end of the month. 1-800-440-4936. 1-800-440-4936. Promo code BEC15. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. on with us in about an hour or so um, about the um, about currency and the digitization of currency I, I will tell you I'm, I'm reading this great book right now um, and it I've, I've spent like a week on it and I'm only about halfway through because I keep stopping and googling and being like that can't be true wait a minute, that's true. Then I read another line and be like, wow, I got to learn more about that. So I've been, it's one of those books that you read and you start going off and, and uh, under tangents and it's called currency wars. And it is, it is the history of currency wars. And I will tell you, I'm only halfway through and I can tell you what's coming in the future because I understand the way currency works. Um, and the way that the central banks have viewed currency and what they've done um, to currency, that it's not hard to see what's coming our way. Um, And probably in short order, the removal of actual cash is now happening in America. We talk about it, hour three, don't miss it. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Mercury. 